Hey y'all, I'm Sam Sanders, host of It's Been a Minute. There is a lot going on in the world. So on my show, my guest and I make sense of the news and culture through conversation. It feels like we're living in three movies at once. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. It feels like a Mike Judge movie. It feels like a Spike Mm -hmm. Lee movie. And it feels like a Michael Bay movie. Like (laughs) Every Tuesday and Friday, listen and subscribe now to It's Been a Minute from NPR. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. This week's guest really needs no introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. Juanes is from Colombia, and for over three decades, he has been making music that fills stadiums and has sold millions of copies. He's been a sort of musical ambassador for his home country, and along the way, he has helped many up-and-coming artists from various countries find a place for themselves in the music business. And hardly one to rest on his past successes, Juanes continues to make music that lately has been much more self-reflective, typical of someone who is zeroing in on five decades of life. This week's interview took place through Zoom and was part of this year's Latin Alternative Music Conference, which was held completely online this year. And it's important to note that this interview took place before the police killings and the resulting demonstrations that have shaken things up around the world. And now here's the interview. Juanes, welcome back to Alt Latino. Hey, Felix, man. Good to see you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, man. This is uh, a great treat because, of course, you, you were with us on our very, very first show on June 15th, 2010. Um, <laughs> my co-host at the time, Jasmine Gars, interviewed you backstage from the World Cup in uh, South Africa. South Africa. I can't believe it. <laughs> Ten years ago. That's crazy. Lots of stuff has happened since then, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of things, man. So I think the first thing we want to ask you is to make sure that you and your family are safe, both here and in the U.S. and then back in Colombia. Are you guys okay? Yes, Felix. Thank you so much for asking. My family is doing really well. My kids are here. I just went out of uh, school like two days ago, uh, online school, of course. And my mother, she's 90 years old. She's in Medellin. Uh, my, my sister and my brother are taking care of my mom. And everybody's doing really well now. So thank you so much for asking me. I hope your family is doing well too. Everybody's good here, man. Thank you. You know, many people are seeing this uh, worldwide tragedy also as a sign that something needs to change or something had to change. Some say Mother Nature, even the Earth itself, is giving us all a message to reconsider how we have been living. Uh, things like income inequality and problems with access to healthcare and food. Uh, especially here in the United States and around the world has become more evident. And along those lines, I was watching a a Zoom conversation with jazz musician uh, Wayne Shorter. And uh, one of the things he said is that the virus is a teacher. What is this pandemic teaching you, Juanes? Uh, Well, many things. I think uh, right before the the pandemic, even if if I, I was about to do some changes in my life, I think this situation just... Uh, just make things change very fast in general. I guess we are living in a very opulent world. We were living so fast, so fast that we didn't have time for anything, uh, too much stress. I was about to do like a very big tour in the United States, like more in Canada, like more than 45 shows in, in, a, week, in a month and a half, things like that, <laughs> like crazy. You know? And then from one day to the other, I, I find myself in my living room with my wife and my kids, like, I don't know, Monday, 11 a.m., just talking, <laughs> what, what is happening here, you know? Things that normally we, we never did before. 
normally they were at school at that time. I was traveling maybe, you know. So from one day to the other, we would just get at home, uh, stuck here. And makes me think many things about life, about the world, about the consumism, about uh, everything, man. About, you know, the way, the way we, tr we, we treat our planet, the way we treat our animals and our plants and our trees and our planet earth in general mm -hmm. so uh, for me it's having a trip you know like trying to re-understand and re-organize uh priorities in my life definitely is so those are those broader subjects and the broader themes are, are things that you've talked about in uh in your recordings in the past uh and specifically um uh, the more recent projects is this also going to inspire you to to look within to when it comes to your songwriting and ask yourself and ask us these deeper questions? Even, even before the, the pandemic, I was like trying like my last kind of experiment for say something with, 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 with that type of music that I was, I was doing. And now I just, so I am so clear about what I'm gonna do in the future, uh, but also the lyrics, you know, um, I have been taking all this time even to do like uh, online courses of, uh, for example, poetry or, or singing or harmony for music. Um, and also, you know, what is having happening to me, my family, my friends, what I see on the news um, is having changed in the way I see, I, I, I see life in general. And I think the values for me now are different and, and priorities are different and uh, just make me feel look inside of me and, and ask again who I am and what's my the reason why I'm here uh, I don't know it just changed completely for me and I think it's going to be on the music as well for, for the next uh, years definitely um, along the lines of uh, what the Latin Alternative Music Conference offers the LAMC which is why we're talking here at the LAMC um, this year um, one of the things that has also happened is uh, like this explosion of uh, performances, the kind of performances that we've seen during the LAMC here, um, some intimate acoustic, qu basically quarantine-based performances. You were part of something you and uh, Alejandro signed at the beginning, at the very beginning. Um, lots of musicians uh, are, are expressing themselves, and, and I've asked listeners to... Um, send in songs that have ha were helping them cope, and I'll do it again uh, in the new future. It seems like now more than ever, um, the role of music in our lives has really come forward uh, as n not just entertainment, it's something that our soul needs, that our, that our very existence needs just to help us deal with this. Has that realization made you think about your own music? I know you touched on that just a little bit now, but would you take that into consideration as you write music, knowing that more than ever, it really comes right to to within us, our soul, our alma? Yes, yes, definitely. I think so. Uh, I'm having writing the last last three months since all this craziness start. And I can see it like um, my new music, um, the lyrics, the things are saying, my feelings in general. Because now I am, I don't know if, if I am worried, but I'm just concerned <laughs> about 
everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, family, my, my kids, myself. But I just want to go deep in, in my thoughts and in my music in general. And also, uh, I want to keep experimenting with, with rhythms and different types of music, but something, I don't see it myself singing like about having party on a disco. I don't know, but at the same time, sometimes, I mean, I go like from zero to 100 in one day. <laughs> like sometimes I am yeah. so depressed yeah. and, and then I go to the other side and I say, no, 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 I want to do something like, you know, like just make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. So I think you are, as a human, humans, we, we, ha- we have all those elements. We are sometimes very like uh, superficialist and sometimes we are very, very deep. Sometimes we are depressed, sometimes we are happy. And I think music is it's a very good way to express all those uh, feelings. So I'm just going to try to just keep making music from my heart. And I do something that I remember from my school when I was at kindergarten. Uh, I remember that the teacher used to say like, okay, it's class de dibujo libre. I don't know how can I say that in English. Like, like free drawing. Yeah. <laughs> free drawing. Same, same. So I, so I come to my studio and I say, okay, I don't, I don't want to do, I mean, I just want to do whatever comes out of me, you know, and it's having like a very cool exercise, definitely is. But I still have, you know, um, ganas de, I just want to have a little bit of everything, you know, I go happy and uh, enjoy life and also just go deep and ask myself and ask anyone that can listen to the music something, you know, mm-hmm. because now is a moment to, Para mirarnos, para mira, mirarnos a nosotros mismos. Yeah, look, look within. To look within, yeah, because I sí. think we also are the virus. I mean, the, the, the way we are trying our animals, the way we are trying our planet is just insane. And uh, it's just because we want more and more and more and more and we don't stop. And I think it's, this is the moment maybe just to, hey, we have to slow down a little bit and just, re, re, I mean, realize what what we are doing i mean why, why we need to spend like billions or thousands of dollars just making nuclear bombs and and arsenal to you know to the military but no spending time uh, money on on science and you know other schools you know uh, education things that are really important for our humanity so i don't know man it's crazy i think this is a, a opportunity to grow up our consciousness in many different ways. If, if we learn the right things from it, if the virus is a teacher. Yeah, it's, it's a teacher because also we can, we can have, it can take the best thing out of us and also probably the, the, the bad things out of us too. Because it put us on, on a so much pressure and so much uh, uncomfortable places. But that's good sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Outside, outside of our comfort zones. Yeah. Let's go back to uh, just before all of this stuff started. Where were you? What were you planning? Do you had, did you have new recordings uh, released? Were you going to go on tour? What was happening with Juanes before all this stuff started? Well, this, this, this year, I came to, to Miami from Colombia, like January, the first week. And I met in Miami with uh, Sebastian Cris, who is a really good friend and producer from Argentina. And we started to work on a very cool project. It's a, it's a cover album that I always wanted to, to, to do this album. It was like a, one of my dreams that I wanted to do. So we started to work on that album. We finished that album, actually. And uh, we were going to release 
that maybe first songs like around this moment now, but, but that came and then came the coronavirus, so we stopped a little bit that, and we're gonna uh, delay it for the, probably the end of the year. But it's a really cool album. All record uh, recorded live with musicians, and I did a cover of Carlos Gardel. Uh, I did a cover of uh, Joaquin Sabina. I did a cover of Fito Paez. I did a cover of um, Diego Mendes Diaz, who is a vallenato, I mean, legend in Colombia. I did uh, some other covers, like 11 or 12. Uh, one one of uh, Bruce Springsteen. I did another cover of um, what else? Uh, one one art cool artist from from Colombia. It's Guasca music is very very from the countryside. So it was really 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 cool. I was very happy about. I am very happy about it. But I need to wait a little bit more. And then I was in Colombia. Right, it was March 13. We had a show. We used supposed to have a show 14 in mm -hmm. Bogota. It was sold out and I was so excited about this show. And then everything was locked down, closed, everything. So I tried to find my plane, go back, a plane, go back to Miami because my kids were at home and my wife was also in Colombia. So it was a crazy moment. Um, and from that moment till now, I'm, I'm here at home in Miami. Let's so I'm having working a lot in new music and also this cover album. So I'm, just working, making music every day, every day. I want, I want to talk to you a little bit about that cover covers album because I, I can't wait to hear it, honestly. It was, sounds like an exciting project. I can't wait for you and, and everybody to listen to this album, and we, we are so happy about it. Let's talk about some of those influences because one thing that stands out to me uh, in the last, within like, let's say the last year, is when uh, you were on the Latin Grammys and you were awarded Humanitarian Award and, and Lars Ulrich came out from Metallica, came out to, to give you the award. And you were genuinely knocked out, man. Tell us about your love of Metallica. Oh, my God, man. You, ha you have no idea what I, what I was feeling at that time. You know, if I still, you know, like close my eyes and remember the, that night, that moment. And it's like, oh, my God. Thank you, God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because since I was 14 years old, you know, First thing I, I, I when I woke up in the morning, I I, I had uh, like this wall of my room like full of posters, Metallica posters, of course, some of Slayer and Creator and uh, the Beatles also. But Metallica was like all over the place because I really love this guy so much. So I know Lars <laughs> since I was a kid, even if he didn't know me, of course. Uh, <laughs> when I saw this 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 guy there, oh man, that was so crazy because that special moment, you know, when, when the um, Latin Academy gave me the awards, like, uh, wow, man, it's like everything gets get together, like, walk, you know, and I feel so, so much uh, alegría, you know, happiness, and I feel thankful with everything, everybody that, that made that happen, but especially music, because, because of the music, because of them, even if my music doesn't sound like Metallica, but they inspire me so much when I was 13, 14, that I wanted to be like them. And, and that was like what took me just to, okay, I want to make music for the rest of my life. And and I still love them so much, you know, mm -hmm. so much. And actually after the last year when I performed in Rock al Parque, Rock al Parque, there was a festival in Colombia. Uh, we get, we, we connect with Metallica because we did a, a Seek and Destroy cover in that show and, and <laughs> for any reason they they saw that 
<laughs> so they invite me to to record uh, a cover of them of the Black Album. So I'm so excited about it, and that was going to I don't know when it's going to be released, but they are going to release that album. It's it's going to be in a like a cover album from many artists. So I can wait just to 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 have that outside also. And also talk a little bit about the uh, the Bruce Springsteen cover because I know that you've worked with him, you've performed with him, on a couple of times. And did he reach out to you? And and how did that uh, connection? Yeah, I I met him in um, South by Southwest. I had a privilege to see him in this Q and A seven years ago, maybe. It blew my mind. This guy, man. I mean, of course, his music first, no. When I was a teenager, I remember back in the 80s, probably, you know, yeah, Dancing in the Dark and Born in USA. All, all those songs were very popular in Colombia. They were starting on the radio all the time. So I remember my sister and his boyfriend, you know, just listening to this music all the time. And then I went to see him in the Apollo um, for a serious exam show. Man, I was so... Uh, like the energy this guy has and my wife and me were there just like just so you know impresionados you know sí. so i love him so much uh, i had opportunity to meet him once and he was so so nice so nice and that's when when you see oh man this is good you know because sometimes you you meet you meet people and they are like a pain on the neck you know but <laughs> yeah. uh, this guy was so cool so you know I don't know. It was something very, very special about him. So, yes, man, I'm having, you know, privilege about being in contact with these people that I really love and respect, and they they inspire me so much from different points. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't know each other, but sure. it's so incredible, you know. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. I've been a fan of Springsteen since '78 when I saw him in San Francisco at Winterland, and and uh, I've always seeing a connection between uh, the music that he's written and the stuff that he's done and the style and his message, not so much the style, but certainly the message uh, with with some of the great, you know, Trova writers from Latin America, you know, and and and, in, and, in, and including the work that you've done, you know, drawing all of those same influences. There's a direct tie, man, and I think that people miss out on that. I don't think that people really understand what his music and his message is all about and how, how much we have in common with that with what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agree with that. Even, you know, I, I, I realized that when I was traveling through South America, for example, and I saw like, for, for example, Bruce Springsteen in Europe, in Spain, particularly, is like big, you know? And, but if you go to some places in Colombia or Argentina or something like that, it's not that big. Mm-hmm. And on Mexico, you know, it's like, kind of, I think people is just getting into that probably recently or I don't know, but um, I think he's so important, man. I mean, please, he's one of the, the, the pilares, the, 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 the rock, the el rock actual y de la música sí. actual. Y you can look, you have to look Bruce Springsteen anyways, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a god and his performance. I like, I really like his band. I really like the, the, the estética, the look he has in his shows and, and the energy he has is like, I want to have that energy, man. It's crazy, man. I, I really love him and his voice and his lyrics. Ugh, it's too much. 
Speaking of uh, of looking back at a repertoire, you know, let's talk a little bit about um, again. LAMC, I think this is the twenty first year for the LAMC. All Latinos celebrating our ten year anniversary. Uh, it has it certainly has me looking back a little bit, especially as we come up on, on this anniversary date. In thirty seconds or less, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what what kind of changes? I mean, overall, what kind of changes have you seen in 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 Latin music in the last ten years? I mean, what kind of big big broad stroke trends? Because we, of course, we could spend you know a couple of hours or half a day discussing the changes in the last ten years, but in big broad strokes, what kind of changes have you seen over the last ten years in Latin music? Yeah, I think uh, uh, laptop and technology and softwares and things like that came. Uh, accessible for many people in different levels and and I think uh, reggaeton and hip-hop and this culture of just came so strong because it came like from La Calle you know people on the streets start to listen to this and reggaeton just came like rah, when, when it just went up to, to the mainstream and I think like real drummers or real musicians recording together playing together it's a little bit uh, to the side uh, but I don't criticize that. It's just part of the way we live in this world and the culture is going from one point to the other. Uh, but, I, but, I, but I think right now is, is, is on the mainstream is just about, uh, yeah, uh, trap and, and reggaeton and hip hop. But I really love when I see like guys like Bad Bunny, for, for example. For mm -hmm. me, he's a super artist and I really find him very interesting. In different ways and also when i see billy eilish i see wow man this is like an Urbana or something like that from the eight from the 90s i mean she's bringing something but you see the music is so minimalist so you know like right. just a little things you know but that's uh style and and, and and i like it too i my kids listen to this music all the time so i'm, I'm familiar with this sound um but i also love the other side as well you know yeah, our kids keep us young. I have a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old, so they they introduce me to all the new stuff as well. <laughs> keep me young. Yeah, yeah. I I am all the time asking my 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 kids. So who is who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? And so I'm okay, okay. And then I go and check it out, and I find something really really cool stuff, man. Yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, and then I find at the same time uh, other really cool bands like. Uh, in 1975 and these guys that are making like rock pop music very 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 good well done so i think it's everything for everybody man that's it <laughs> yeah i've seen uh, over the last 10 years how it just seems to be an explosion of creativity and and how these younger musicians and i say younger because I'm, I'm i'm always the oldest guy in the room it seems like but a lot of the younger musicians they like they ignore genres and boundaries and definitions, you know, like I don't care what they, what it sounds like. I, I, I really like that, you know, I really like that. I, I, I talk with my kids and I see that they, they listen to anything and they don't care. They are just enjoying the music. The, the, for example, the idea of the samples that are from, from the, I don't know, maybe probably in the 80s or something like that. But now you can go to splice.com and you can just download any sample you want and you can right. just make a new song based on samples from another songs and you can just remake it that and 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 also you can make music in in your iphone you know with with <laughs> garage band or right. your laptop so it's it become uh easy to make music good quality 
and and cheap. So so, for example, when I work with with with, with the sky, mostly these guys, Bull Nene from the reggaeton world, I was so impressed because at the beginning I say, well, I don't know how I'm gonna fit that in in that place with them, but then when I start to work with them and I. I start to understand that the, the, the way they work is, is also very interesting you know because they, they, there's one guy that make the lyrics one guy that make the the, the beat one guy that make like they work in in, in a team mm-hmm. and that and also that's the reason why they make many songs so fast uh that's another way that's yeah. another way you know so all these things uh, i guess you know came to the mainstream and just take over the place but also Spotify and everything just became like democratizado. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. easy for the people to ac- 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 have access to everything now. Big change, man. It's a big change. But you, you know, you know better than anybody. <laughs> everything, is, everything in music and in culture is circles. Mm-hmm. So it goes back and around, goes and, and and I see now, for example, like big acts like The Weeknd, for example, bringing uh, even Post Malone, bringing that 80s sound mm-hmm. back. Uh, that's cool as well, you know? Yeah. And maybe in five or seven years, something else is, is will, will come, you know? You never know. That's the cool part, man, is that you, 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 we never know. And, and, and also, I think if it's good music, it's cool, it's good, man, doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Duke Ellington said there are two kinds of music, good and bad. Exactly. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, finally, I want to thank you. On behalf of the LAMC, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this interview and helping support and keep that Latin music community together. Even if we're virtual, it helps us stay together. It helps us stay connected. And I want to thank you. I also want to thank you for supporting Alt Latino from the very beginning, because not only did you take time from our for our very first musician interview 10 years ago, but you also shared your time with two Tiny Desk concerts. The yeah. first one, the first one was, in, was in November of 2011. And the second one was that fabulous performance with Mon Laferte in May oh. of, of 2018. Yes. That already has over 4 million uh, YouTube channel views. Oh my God, it's really good. I love that show, man. It's so, that, so original and so cool. Your generosity to us reflects something that has been consistent throughout your entire career. You've always supported up-and-coming musicians, writers, and producers. You've used your status within the music industry to increase opportunities from art, for artists from all over the world. And uh, to wind this up, I want to thank you for all of that. Oh, that. thank you, Felix, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your words, man. Thank you. Thank you from me and from all of your fans that are watching here on the LAMC. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope that we can start working now on something special for the Alt Latino Quinceañera in five years, huh? Sí, señor. Okay, Juanes, thank you so much, bro. Felix, hermano, es un placer verte por acá. Igualmente, igualmente, igualmente. Quiero, hermano, un abrazo para ti. A usted, a usted. Nos vemos. Chao, chao. And that wraps up our special programming for our 10th anniversary week. Again, my thanks to Jasmine Garst for helping us celebrate. And whether this is your first listen or you have been with us for the entire 10 years, thank you all for listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. I'm Felix Contreras. You guys take care and be safe.